to No More Barriers, Part 2 with Kenya Kabeem. The verse for this episode, but this is the message you heard from the beginning. We shall love one another. 1 John 3.11 NIV. I am your host, Dr. Starr, and I'm glad you are joining us as Kenya and I reminisce over our days at Savannah State University and how the love of Jesus Christ got us through some really tough days that has shaped who we are today. Let's get into the conversation. That's the beauty of having great parents like your mom and my mom. They did so much sacrificing for us. And we look back on that now and we like, God, I wouldn't have never gotten through that period in my life if it wasn't for her. Yeah, but again, because if it weren't for her, you wouldn't be where you are today. Exactly. All of of the things that she instilled in you, all of that wisdom, every time she was saying, don't do this, you're going to do this, that is, she made you who you are. You know, Mm -hmm. she's instilled so much in you, so... I, oh wow, I can tell you just, my mother was the same way. My Mm -hmm. mom was an amazing woman. She was an educator. She was a principal, Mm -hmm. Um, single parent, raised me by myself. You know, my father, my parents divorced when I was 10, 11 years old, but she sacrificed so much. Mm -hmm. And it's just funny, even like (laughs) last night, you know, just coming from a a video shoot, I was telling you, uh, you know, before we got on the air that I had a video shoot and one of the women at the video shoot, she was saying, you were raised right. You were just raised right. And it's <laughs> funny just to hear people say that. But, you know, I, it's, just, yeah. it's, it's just so funny. And this this girl was like, she's younger. She's like in her 30s telling me, you're just raised right. You're a good man. I went to a uh, restaurant a couple of weeks ago here in Atlanta, and I was ordering some food. And, you know, I sit down. I talk. I could just talk to a complete stranger. And these two uh, brothers, like, they were sitting at the bar, and they were saying, man, you know what, you are a good dude, you are raised right, man, your mm-hmm. mom and dad, they raised you right, man, now tell, tell your father, God. and he was like, tell your dad, he did a good job <clears throat> raising you, and I was like, well, he's passed, you know, my mom passed, they like, man, you are, you are phenomenal, and I don't take that for granted, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that to brag or boast, but that's just what people, that's the energy that I give off, and I humbly, you know, accept that from people. I, yeah, that's, that's it. That's all I can say. You know, I think it's a blessing. You know, when people and it is, that, it is for people to still be able to see the seeds that your parents planted in you, and that is still growing. That is still and works within you. Their legacy yeah. is still living through you, and yes. people see that and recognize that. And so we got to be good stewards of it. We got to make sure that just because they're not here, we got to make sure that we're doing what God called us to do. And they have allowed us to be the great people, the great individuals that we are today. Because without them and without the faith that they had, oh my God. (laughs) You know, I was a little... But, you know, I was like, you know, my mom, it was just amazing. And I see that. And that's what, you know, those that kindred spirit, you know, we recognize the spirit of Christ. 
And yeah. we know who who belongs to God and who doesn't because we have that discernment and God shows us who we can trust and who we can't. Because I've had I had so many different experiences at Savannah State. And and I know and those experiences shaped me a lot too and those a lot of those experiences with with you and and the people I met and this and and the things that I I got a chance to do that I normally would not have done if I wasn't there so a lot of the things that we did God put us on that path to reach where we are today so tell me about a lot of the things that you are currently doing like some of your projects that you're currently doing now if you can talk about it, if you can't, that's yes. okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm glad that you said that because when you are in this field of television and movie production, some things you really can't talk about because you sign NDAs and right. you, you, you film stuff and then you just hope that you're not on the cutting room floor. So yes. I will say that uh, I do have some things that I have worked on that I'm still waiting mm-hmm. uh, to come out. So, um, a couple of those things I will say there was an independent film uh, that I shot earlier this year from a young filmmaker out of Savannah his name is Oak Enrique and he did a film called Out on a Limb and uh, I had a small part in that so waiting to see that come out I know that they're you know working hard with editing and uh, trying to do some post-production on that but uh, that's something that you can look forward to that everybody can look forward to seeing me okay. sometime uh, hopefully before the end of the year if not first quarter of 2022 um i just did a music video last night which was <laughs> hilarious really so first, yeah it was my first music video um yeah it's for an independent artist His name okay is, he's out of cleveland ohio he blew in uh okay. to film the video we filmed down in uh north georgia in the blue ridge mountains and um what part of georgia is that that's north georgia north georgia okay yeah so it's like pretty much like close to the border of alabama and georgia no i'm sorry tennessee and georgia yeah so um i did that and it was a this this video is gonna be pretty interesting because it starts off like it's a short film Mm-hmm. But it's actually like a horror, like kind of like a Michael Jackson thriller. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, Jennifer's yeah. body meets uh, True Blood. It's you know, it's just okay. it's a lot of weird and interesting stuff going on. You know, okay. so I played like a bodyguard slash manager, the artist, and that was fun. We had a blast doing that. Um, so, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm kind of still kind of running on fumes because that was a 12-hour shoot. And I probably only got like maybe like, like, well, like I told you earlier, like I slept maybe like Friday. I, I slept from, well, I mean, I, I woke up at eight o'clock Friday and I was going all day, you know, oh, until wow. like 9 a.m. the next, uh, until Saturday morning, you know, that's how it is in the industry. That's a lot of hours. Uh, um, I do have a podcast. The podcast comes on every Thursday. Okay. It's called the Everybody Mad Live Podcast with Seth Lover. We discuss. Time for my audience. Say it one more time. Everybody what? It's called the Everybody Mad Podcast. The Everybody Mad Podcast. Everybody Mad. Everybody Mad. Everybody got an opinion. Everybody got something to say. So that's Mm -hmm. why we call it Everybody Mad Podcast. But we always try to discuss resolutions to situations and, you know, problems that are affecting the black community that our people 
care about. So it's topical to the black community, but you know, we talk about racism, we talk about politics, but we oh, discuss okay. entertainment from a um, young black male perspective. Okay. And um, again, that's every Thursday live on Facebook and on YouTube, and you can catch that on all podcast platforms, Everybody Mad Podcast. Okay. So I do that, and uh, just some voiceover stuff that's coming up, a couple of modeling gigs. You know, just look for me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all over the place I right saw now. you in I'm some commercial and doing uh, a voiceover. It was something I was looking at for, like a men's grooming type thing. Oh. And I said, oh, I need to get that for my husband. That looks cool. Yeah, okay. Make some straight line on your beard or something like that. I was like, yes. okay. Look at Kenya. Look at how sharp. And I saw you and then another commercial with suits, modeling men's suits. Yeah. Okay, so I got to talk about that. I got to plug okay. my business. I started a business earlier this year with one of my business partners. We have a, a, a men's personal care line. Okay. We do natural deodorant, aluminum-free deodorant. Oh, okay. It smells so good. It's called Revere Men's Care. Let me tell you. Let me tell That's you. That's what it was. That's the name. I remember Your that. husband would love this. Women love it. It smells good. It's nice. It's clean. Um, we also do beer pins, which contour, taper the beer to make it look, you know, really clean like you're fresh out of the barbershop. Okay. With the non-hypoallergenic ink. Um, it's, it's really good. So when most guys get like this Beijing beard, you know, like is this pretty much a beard pin which fills in gaps in the beard so your beard just looks fuller, it looks good mm-hmm. and it's waterproof. Oh okay. again you can you can find the product Revere Men's Care dot com. Are you on any social media platforms with that? Yes. Okay. Um it's on, on all platforms, um on Instagram and Facebook is Revere Men's Care, and the website is Revere Men's Care, and you can also purchase on Amazon. Oh, okay. Oh, it's on Amazon? Okay, you big yeah. time now if it's on Amazon, because that's, <laughs> that's the only place I shop is Amazon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you can order some from Amazon. So, you know, like, yes. if you don't want to, you know, go through the website or something, just, just but we, we try to get people, you know, just to keep in contact with the numbers and stuff. We try to... Um, just have it come through our website, but you are more than welcome to order from Amazon. It's Revere Men's Care. Okay. And look for the natural aluminum-free deodorant okay. and beer pens. And I'm That's on Amazon as well? Stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on. I, I got see. a lot of stuff going on. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to type all this in the, in the description. <laughs> 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 it only give me so many characters, you know? I know, right? <laughs> Because I like to put my guest stuff out there because, you know, it's a reason why you you have such a passion for this. And it's not just for yourself, but it's for others. That's my next question to you is like, how does this, what everything that you do, trans over to your community? I know you talked about the Alzheimer community and how you give back there. and But your biggest passion is giving back inspiring kids how is it with your community how do you continue to inspire others with the work that you do you know what i i do a lot of speaking engagements so that's how i get back um especially because of the pandemic uh where i can't necessarily be in person Mm -hmm. i'm always tapped to do motivational speaking and tell my story because 
everybody has a story and everybody has a past and my road to where I am right now wasn't easy but um you you know I I just share share my story and I've I've overcome a lot of obstacles and um it's it's been it's been a crazy ride but I will say again just having that faith being being just spiritual and being in touch with God and just, you know, growing up in a spiritual household because mm-hmm. we, my, my mother was not religious, not mm-hmm. at all, you know what I mean? But she was very, very spiritual and there is a big difference, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I just, I, I kind of share my story with people and that's just how I give back. So that's how I'm in the community. Um, I spoke to some students in the Mass Comm Department at Savannah State recently, and um, anytime anyone needs to tap me, uh, you know, I'm available. You can always book me, book KenyaCabine.com, or reach out to me on any of the social media platforms. And, you know, I, I, I don't mind uh, sharing my story, which, you know, I, I, I share with everybody, too. You know, I, I had a situation where I went down the wrong path when I was at Savannah State. Mm-hmm. Um, started doing drugs, hanging out with the wrong crowd. You know, and, and, and it's just something that even we grew up in the whole say no to drugs era yeah but i was just trying to be cool yeah and just hanging with the yeah. wrong crowd you yeah. know what i mean just trying to fit in can you compete and, and the whole thing was i didn't even have to do that because you everybody just loved me for yeah, me anyway exactly right? you know so, everybody loved you for you yeah it was just like you know that's that's kenya that's the big dog yeah. you know, and i was just doing the most i was being extra but that but you know but we all doing, were we all were because we was this is like yeah. Undergraduate years, we were start trying to find who who we were. We didn't know yep. ourselves, you know. Yeah, we didn't know ourselves, Star. But you know, thankfully, God had a plan for me. You know what I mean? And I, um, you know, with that little stint with drugs that I did, um, because it was crazy. It was about like three months. Um, I I think what happened, my wake up call for me was just that I could see my mom you know what i mean and all the hard work and all the sacrificing that she did to get me in savannah state paying for college out of the pocket no scholarship and i was throwing it all away yeah so i had to get myself together and and that was when i got myself together and stopped doing the drugs and um graduated i graduated with my degree in mass communications yeah yes you did but we were all into so much Mess. I was wow. pregnant. I got pregnant. Yeah. I was doing my my little shady stuff. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we got through it. We got we got, got, we got up out of there with and our degrees. So <laughs> and, and you know, I just and even you telling me that I do remember how I did struggle and you were helping me and you know we just had that family bond. Yeah. Like it's just so when I tell you, you there's something like. A historically black college university it is the best it's a family environment it sure that's is. why you know when we come back for homecoming it's nothing it's like a big family reunion right you know? right and it and it is even when we were there people that we didn't even know that would come down for homecoming would feed us they would yes, be tailgating do. and having <laughs> maybe grilled like that yeah, yes, and they'll they give us money alumni yeah. they'll come and just Walk around the yard and hand out money. I'm like, okay. Well, I, I never got money. You got money because you're a female. They never <laughs> money. They I got money every time it was homecoming. I was like, they were just handing out dollars. I was like, well, okay. no, that, They did that 
and let's be clear, people, and I know I know we're on a podcast, but Star is a beautiful Nubian queen. <laughs> and when and when she was walking around campus, those guys they were like, Oh, she's so beautiful, you know, and that's that's why those people were giving you money. They look, they didn't give me no money. I, I was a I was a chubby fat man, like no, they weren't gonna give me no money. <laughs> yes, I tell everybody that was the best years of my life. What are you talking yeah. about? What? Yeah, what? Yeah. Why wouldn't I go it to an HBCU? I told my son he went to homecoming one year with me at uh, Savannah State. I said you don't have to go to Savannah State. That's okay. I'm not gonna force you to go. You know, somewhere you you don't want to go, but you are going to an HBCU. Absolutely. You gonna start with that now. If you end up in grad school at another university that's not an HBCU okay but you starting at an HBCU that at least yeah. that's where my money coming because see I'm not paying for the graduate degrees mm-hmm. you're on your own there I get I you through undergrad but <laughs> <laughs> that's how my mom was I think after a while like I you know because it took me a minute to graduate from Savannah State it took mm-hmm. it took over four years so mm-hmm. after four years my mom was like okay like you're paying
you know, we don't get paid for the work and, and the quality of work that we do. I'm so proud of you, Kenya. I'm Thank so you. proud of you because I know where you came from. <laughs> You know, so like, so you know, but no, I can't start. I really appreciate it. And to anyone that wants to reach out to me, I am on um, all social media platforms at Kenya Kabeen, K-E-N-Y-A-C-A-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy E. And um, you can check out my business, revermenscare.com. And the Everybody Mad Live podcast every Thursdays on Facebook and YouTube. All right. Thank you, Kenya. Thank you, Dr. Starr. I love you. Blessing, sis. Bless you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the two-part episode today with Kenya Kamini. I leave these words with you. God's love breaks down every barrier so that we don't have to. His love is what we need so that we don't have to walk in fear, but in victory. That is my prayer for you today, that God will continue to break down barriers in your life through Jesus' powerful love. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Star, and I hope you tune in again.